Hey everyone, welcome back to Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy. I am Aaron Yeager today. I'll be your host. And um, it is the end of Pride Month. It is the end of Pride Month. It is the end of June. This year seems like it's flown by while I sit on my couch all day long. <laughs> but it is the end of the month and we have made it through another month of coronavirus, COVID-19 era, where, you know, shit just seems to be all kinds of backwards lately. Just all kinds of backwards. But before we get started, of course, if you want to interact with the show, you can do so through all of the social medias at Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy, or you can email me at lifestylegbb at gmail.com. That's lifestyle, G is in gay, B is in black, B is in boy, at gmail.com. And I'll be sure to read whatever content you send to me. And you know what? Because it's the end of Pride Month, I'm not even going to give you a curse word limit today. You can curse at me as much as you want. Just make sure you include a couple of like yes queens in there. Maybe um, pop your tongue. I can't do Cardi B's occur, but because I can't roll my tongue. But I mean, you want to do that. Just know that that is copyrighted. So I will make sure that I send that to her people so they go after you and not me. Um, but feel free to reach out to me with anything you have because we have... Two very good questions today that are going to integrate with the episode. Um, and they were really good questions. So I definitely love hearing from y'all. I love seeing what you send me. And if you are listening on a podcast app where you can give me a rating or if you can share or comment on the podcast, please do so. That helps make me more visible. And I always say it without you listening, without you commenting, without you writing, without you doing things, it is not possible for me to keep my podcast going. So I appreciate all the love and support. Um, so today's episode, I don't even have a title for it, but we're going to talk about something because it is the end of Pride Month. It's the end of Pride Month, and Pride Month this year has been very different. You know, there haven't been any huge parades. Um, there's been parties and stuff, and there's been virtual online gatherings and things, but you haven't seen the girls in the street covered in glitter, or the boys walking around in jock straps and leather, or... You know, just the people out there celebrating pride. Maybe the drag queens on the floats throwing out beads to you. And for a moment, for myself, it was a little disheartening. Um, pride is always something that I love to celebrate. It's a great time to just step out your front door and not have to think about, should I be wearing leather underwear and should my entire head be covered in gold glitter? Like, that's just normal during Pride Month. Or wanting to walk around with one of those annoying damn fans. Clapping them, the sound of those fans is so fucking annoying. But maybe you want to do that for 65 hours in the middle of the street, which typically happens at a, pro, uh, a parade. So, And if you haven't been to a Pride Parade, once you see one of these fans, you will understand what I'm talking about. The gays think that they have turned into Katana from Mortal Kombat and are about to throw that fan and have it come back or levitate some bitch in the air with that fan. Or, I mean, if you're a fan of Katana's fatalities, chop off a bitch's head with a fan. 
it does not work that way. Um, but the gays go up for the fans. And not just the OnlyFans. I mean, OnlyFans is good, but not just the OnlyFans. Um, but aside from all of that, we've made it to the end of this month, which is Pride Month. Also, we still have Black Lives Matter in the forefront of everybody's minds. Protests are still happening. The energy has not slowed down and the energy has not stopped. It is beautiful to see, watch, and participate in. And uh, just to bring that to the forefront for a minute, August 28th in Washington, D.C. at the Lincoln Memorial is the March on Washington protest. Uh, I'm on keep talking about it because I'm going to be there. I hope to see as many of y'all there. The more bodies, the more people who are there, the less they can keep denying that there is an issue and that there is a problem happening in our country with systemic racism. So I hope to see y'all there. Let's show up. Let's show the fuck out and make sure that these people who keep denying that racism is an issue can no longer deny that racism is an issue. So that's going to bring me to a question that was posed to me. Um, and it was really good. So and the question was simple. Um, you want to remain anonymous. So I'm going to call you Betty. So Betty sent me a question and says, what are your thoughts on gay, gay racism in America today? And it was a simple, straightforward question. I love this question. So what are your thoughts on gay racism in America today? Now, to start this off, there are a lot of people out there who do not believe that gay racism is a thing. They don't think that gay people can be racist because they are already part of a population that has suffered oppression and violence and targeting for many, many years. But racism does still exist in the gay community. In the queer community, racism exists. I'm going to start with one example of what gay racism is. So I want to say it was either last year or the year before the gay flag got revamped. So, you know, the gay flag is typically rainbow colors all arranged on the flag. But in those colors, black and brown was never represented on the flag. So the new gay flag had a black stripe and a brown stripe to represent black gay people and then brown for brown gay people or gay people of color. And it caused an outrage. It caused an outrage. If you're not familiar with it, you can just look it up online yourself and read the tons of articles and bullshit Twitter posts and all that crap about how it wasn't needed. So we need to talk about that first. A lot of people don't believe that color needs to be discussed in the gay community because they say, hey, we're all a part of the same oppressed group and colored people have never been discriminated against. Colored people have never been excluded, which is not true at all. If you turn on your television and you go to a mainstream queer show, most likely the cast is going to be all cisgendered white gay men or cisgendered white lesbian women. 
is that's mostly what you're going to see. You'll see that they have a gay character sprinkled in here that may be black or brown, or they may have like a cameo from a famous black or brown person who's playing a gay role in the show for maybe part of a season, maybe an episode, or, you know, maybe if you happen to be watching like a gay show where they're in a coffee shop, maybe the barista, maybe black or brown and is hinted at being gay, but never really one of the main characters. That right there speaks to the lack of representation of black, brown, and colored people in gay media, in queer media, in queer television shows, in queer spaces. Um, That just starts it off. Now, the argument that some people had that the black and brown stripe did not need to be added to the gay flag was that, well, they've always been included. Black and brown people have always been included. We are never discriminating against them. They've always been a part of this and they just need to move on. They don't need their own striping colors on the flag. These are literally some of the statements people would make. But then those same people would turn around and when they see a black gay person, a lot of times a cisgender black gay man, the first words out of their mouth are, oh, I bet you got a big black cock. Or, oh, I love black men. They're great to fuck. Or, you know, you're really hot for a black guy. Those are the things that you're going to hear. Now, one, not only are those microaggressions, but those are racism, if you have not understood that. That is actually race. You're only determining the wealth or the, um, what can I say, the worth of a person by the color of their skin. That is racism. And in media, like I said before, and in most spaces where queer people are represented, or sorry, represented, you don't see a lot of black and brown representation. That is why those colors were added to the flag. Now, it's not taking away from the gay rights movement or gay liberation, if you still want to call it that, by saying that, hey, black and brown gay people exist. It's not. It's only bettering the cause. But a lot of people don't want to do that. A lot of people make the statement, and I don't like the statement at all, that they don't see race. A lot of people make that statement that I don't see race. And truth be told, people who say that they don't see race are one of the biggest problems when it comes to race-related issues. Because we have to face the fact that in our country, race plays a factor in almost everything and every way we do things here. I mean, if you do an application for certain things. I mean, even for jobs, there's always the demographic question in there. And no, it is an option to provide those answers in pretty much all cases that I've ever seen in an application when they ask about your race and ethnicity. But that right there itself speaks to racism. I'm not sorry, racism. Race is very important when it comes to just the vital functions of our country. I mean, part of my job, I do assistance applications for people to not have to pay for co-pays for lab work in certain scenarios that they go to the doctors for. 
And one of the questions on there is, what is the person's race? What is their ethnicity? Now, they're not asking in a way to be racist, but they're asking because we know that in our country, people who are colored, black, brown, ethnic, ethnic race, races, I hope I said that right, um, don't receive a lot of the assistance that could be provided or needed to them. Um, and then when they do, a lot of times it's underfunded and the system is overwhelmed. And providing that demographic information can always lead to getting better services for people of color, especially Black people when it comes to these scenarios. If you take into account the census, let's look at the census. The census not only looks at how many people are in an area, but it looks at the race and demographic and ethnicity of the people in that area. We know that in areas where people of color and Black people live, that's typically the more impoverished neighborhoods, the food deserts, the places where people won't go because they say it's the hood. Um, they say that the crime rate's higher. And these are things that people are avoiding because of race. So to say that you don't see race, when race is literally in every part of our society is detrimental because then that means you don't see the problem. You're not going to see the issue. You may be like, uh, what was her name? Heidi Klum, who said, oh, I never experienced racism at America's Got Talent when Gabrielle Union clearly defined that she's experienced racism. Now, Heidi Klum is a white woman she said she never experienced racism, which girl, you wouldn't because the racism was directed at somebody who was black, not a white person. Heidi Klum is one of the people who denotes herself as not seeing race, which means you cannot see the issue. You have to acknowledge that our skins are different colors and that we're treated differently because of the color of our skin. Now, I want to take this back to your question, Betty, when it comes to you asking about racism in gay America. So there is racism in gay America. Not only does it start with that, like the flag, the example I'm giving, but then let's take it to our trans brothers and sisters in the queer community. Black trans women, especially, and men are killed at an alarming rate. I didn't even say alarming, startling, flabbergasting rate. They left me fucking smeckledorfed when I see how many black trans people are killed just for living their own life. I bring that up because last year, during the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Riots, at Stonewall for World Pride, a black trans woman was booed and jeered off of the stage at Stonewall for wanting to say the names of all the black trans people who were killed last year. That right there in itself is racism. She was booed off stage and threatened to have the police called on her by cis white queer individuals 
who were there at Stonewall. Let that sink in. Our own people of our own community were going to call the police who notoriously beat and killed gay men and women because they didn't want to hear the names of black trans individual being said at Stonewall, which is the place that started a lot of New York's gay liberation movement and, hint, hint, was started by a black woman and a Latino trans woman. I'm sorry, both of them were trans women who started that. Marsha P. Johnson. Look her up. A black trans woman who was murdered, but who is the reason why? We have this gay pride movement today. Think about that. Let it sink in. Our own queer brother and sisters were willing to call the police on a trans woman because she wanted to acknowledge that black trans people were being killed. That right there is another form of racism in the gay community. I get it. The girls want to have their white claw, their truly, their gay water. They want to dance. They want to sprinkle glitter. They want to say girl. They want to attempt to Vogue. They want to do RuPaul's Drag Race version of Vogue. Or they just want to ape the Black queer culture, snatch it away, but not acknowledge the fact that Black queer people are the reason why you're even allowed to shout and dance in the streets. That is gay racism. Let's take it to another realm. Circuit parties. Circuit parties are typically a male gay event um, that occurs. And circuit parties are, you know, you go, you dance, you intermingle with a lot of gay Typically, again, I'm going to say men because I haven't really seen many women or non-binary individuals at a circuit party. But if you ever look at a circuit party video, if you look at a circuit party flyer, you're going to see a bunch of fit, cisgendered white men dancing with each other, mingling with each other. And then you're going to get the flyer and you're going to be like, why the hell did they hand me a flyer with a smudge on it? Like, what is a smudge? And you're trying to scratch off the smudge and then you look down and you're like, wait, that's a black person in the sea of people who are not black. You'll see maybe one or two black men at a circuit party, especially like the big major ones. Or you'll see maybe one or two people of color at like these big circuit party events. Um, They are typically geared and advertised towards the stereotypical media portrayal of a gay man, which is cisgendered white male is what you're going to see and very fit. And I look at it and people are like, oh, no, that's not racism. That's not it at all. It's not racism if you want to call out racism like somebody's calling you a nigger. This is more of that exclusion racism to me. Where it's like, okay, we got this flyer. We didn't even try to have any representation of Black, Latino, people of color or anything in here. We just have it 
tons of white men and it says, oh, hey, it's open to everybody, but we don't even see ourselves represented on the flyer for it. Um, that in itself is hugely problematic. It's hugely problematic because it just looks like we are not welcomed in the space that's supposed to be for all queer people. I mean, I look at a lot of the flyers, especially from previous gay pride events like parades and everything, and you typically see cisgendered white people on the flyer, and then you have one black person as like the entertainer. And it's like, okay, but we all want to come to this event. We all want to be there. And it's even gotten to the point where now there is a separate gay black pride event in pretty much every city. Here in my city, we have Pride, which is typically the white Pride to go to. That's going to be queer. You're going to see people of color, but it's typically in a majority of it is white people. And then we have the Black Pride event, which is geared to the black community, which surprisingly, you don't see a lot of white people there, even though they're more than welcome and even represented on the media and flyers that are put out for the Black Pride event, because we want you to be there. We want you to be there. We want you to be a part of it, because if we don't stand together, we remain divided in this era that we're in now, and the racism never changes. The microaggressions never change. It will continue to be the same thing over and over and over again. So, That's just part of it. That's just the beginning of my answer to this question. But we're going to take a little break and I will be back. Um, And you know what? I am going to make a very delicious, delicious cup of water. Bye. All right, y'all. I am back. And this water is sitting right. Um, I'll give you the drink recipe. It's very easy. All you need is three ice cubes and just pour some water on top of the ice cubes Drink it, and you will feel amazing. Drinking water is essential. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm definitely in my home studio because I think my neighbor just fell and broke her neck up there. I don't know if y'all heard that huge slam, but, oh, damn. Just a side note, she is like, or they, because I can't even tell if uh, their gender by not seeing them. But they sound like a giraffe walking around in high hills. Like, imagine the tallest pair of high heels you've ever seen. Put them on a giraffe and just let them go to town. Oh, my God. But let's get back to it. Because now, another part to your question, Betty, that I want to answer. And again, the question was, what are your thoughts on gay racism in America today? My thought on gay racism in America today is going to boil down to one of the, I want to say, most basic things that we do, we watch as humans, and that's porn. Now, you're probably wondering, like, well, why are you going into porn when this has to do with gay racism in America? Porn, if you didn't know, actually leads a lot of our technology industry. Um, You know, the automatic vibrator, the uh, computer simulated sex toys, 
this is cutting edge technology when it comes to technology and it's been created through porn. Um, as Americans, sex motivates a lot of the things that we do. If you haven't realized, I mean, you can't even see a cheeseburger commercial without seeing like a set of titties or you can't see a car commercial without seeing the crack of somebody's ass. Um, you can't turn on a TV show without seeing a couple of six-packed abs, maybe some furry chest hair, and just other things. Sex motivates a lot of the things that happen and occur and advances in a technology in our country. And I want to take it to this point because in porn, porn is one of the industries where racism is not hidden, it is rampant. And you will see it because you'll see these porns like, oh, Big Black Cock Destruction or Thugbait.com or Watch Little White Twink Get Pounded Out by Black Thugs um, or Thug Hunter. That's another uh, site that's out there. Or um, Big Black Cock Destroyers. You, like, you'll notice the words thug and Big Black Cock, or the abbreviation BBC, and that is not the news network, will always be displayed when there's black men or people of color in a porn. Um, that right there speaks to the racism in the industry that involves gay people and queer people. Because you'll see the same thing when it comes to women and non-binary individuals and transgendered individuals in porn. Uh, you have to think about that because porn is watched by millions of Americans all the time, every day. I mean, look at the beginning of the pandemic when it started. Uh, what was it? Ooh, what is it? What is it? What's the website? Pornhub was giving people free access to porn so they'd stay home and stop hooking up with each other. Um, they know that their service is used that much. So they know that there's this intersection of, okay, why does it have to be big black cock porn when it can just be porn? And race is at the forefront of that industry. Race is at the forefront of that industry because we still go off of these stereotypes of things that don't hold true. That every black man has a massive dick. That every black woman has a humongous ass. That every person of color is this freaking exotic in bed. These are things that have been laid down by the people who have created the porn industry, which the actual creators of the porn industry, and when you look at the top of these porn com uh, companies, are always cisgendered white men or women. I don't think there are many porn companies that are owned by people of color, at least from what I know. And even one of them that I know of that's owned by a person of color, that person is actually racist. Um, if you're not familiar, Antonio Biagi, um, who has Biagi videos now, is actually racist. And he is a Latino man. And he's racist. So it's just these things that you just call out and you look at. But just taking that to account, and then taking my own interactions, being a bartender and going to bars that in my area, unfortunately, all of the queer spaces are white owned and typically only have a majority of white people there. It's nothing against the people who go. It's nothing against the owners. And I want to make that clear. But being a black man, it does speak to the fact that we don't have a black queer space to go to. And that is important. 
that is very important because again, I love working my job at the bar and I love seeing people at the bar, but you know what? Sometimes I just want to walk into a bar and see nothing but black faces or people of color or a majority of black and people of color at a bar. I want to see that. That does make me feel far more comfortable than I do being surrounded by nothing but people who don't look like me. Um, so that is not a part of racism when I mention it for the bars that are here because it's not a racist environment. It's just unfortunate that we don't have the space for black people to be in. Um, but we're working towards it. We are working towards it. That's one thing I will say is that we're working towards it. But even in those scenarios where I've been to bars and things like that, where I am the only black man who's in there, there's two things that I feel. One, I'm either stared at and objectified or fetishized for being a black man. Or two, I'm seen as I'm either going to be a problem or there's going to be an issue with me being there and people don't feel comfortable seeing my face or my skin in that bar. That right there, ding, 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 is gay racism. That is gay racism. I have been judged before I've even spoken going into certain bars being a black gay man since the bar is full of white gay people. And it's terrible. It's disgusting. Racism is not just a straight or heterosexual community thing. It is rampant among gay people. And I just want people to understand that and know that you can go out and see it. You can go on Jacked, Grinder, Scruff, and all the other hookup apps and see it. When you see somebody that says, I don't like black people. Uh, no blacks, no femmes, no trans, no Asian people, no Latinos, things like that. I mean, I even heard one stupid ass gay man say this and cisgendered white, stupid as the day is long. He said, well, my friends and I are planning a trip to South Korea, but I don't want to see any Korean gay men. I really want to see like gay men from London or England so what you're saying is you're going to go to a country that is predominantly Asian, that is a part of the Asian continent, but you just want to see white people. You know what you could do? Take your ass to London. Take your ass to the European Union. Well, actually, no, you can't do that because guess what? For one of the first times ever, Americans are banned to travel to a specific place. <laughs> Americans are banned from traveling to the EU. And isn't it beautiful to see? The people in power talk about, we don't want Mexicans coming here. We don't want people from black countries coming here. Immigration is bad. Now we can't go to a country of our uh, ourselves. So that's just hilarious to me. I'm sorry. I just had to giggle at that. But like, yes, this dumb fuck literally said... I want to go to South Korea, but I only want to see men from London and Europe. Meaning he did not want to see any Asian gay men. He did not want to hook up with any Asian gay men. He only wanted to sleep with white gay men. That's it. And he didn't even realize just how stupid his fucking statement was. That's how ingrained and how um, natural racism is to him. And it's people like that. 
And I know some people are going to be like, no, I'm not a racist. I just have my my preference. Your preference is racism. You need to understand that. Because not only are you ruling out massive amounts of people saying that you just couldn't be attracted to them, but you're saying that you couldn't be attracted to them because of their race. That's literally it. You're saying you're not attracted because of their race, which, hello, is racism. Now, some people are going to get upset. They're going to want to debate me about it. They're going to want to say all these things about it. Well, guess what? I have the time today. So if you do want to talk about it, I would gladly love to talk to you about it. And I would love to have you on the show because I think it's right that your opinions at least be reflected in what's being said. Now, your opinion can still be wrong, and I'm going to tell you that it's wrong, but I will give you the chance to openly talk about it yourself, and then maybe we can establish some common ground or something. But I just want to make it very clear that that is what racism is, especially in the gay community, when you see these things of no Blacks, no uh Latinos, no Italians. I mean, I even saw one profile. Some guy said, no Italians, no Latinos, no Blacks, and no Chinese people because their crime rate is so high. Like, let's just let that stupidity sink in there. You're on a hookup app to be out here, swallow some balls, suck some dick, maybe eat some ass, and probably pound a snatch. But you're saying you're not attracted to these people because the crime rate is high? I'm sorry. I did not realize that Grindr had a crime rate setting because I've never seen it. That's just you trying to mask the racist statement behind something that's completely unfactual as well. So it was like stupidity on three different levels that came from one person. So, hey, sir, I hope that the next time you suck a dick, cum goes up your nose and you inhale it. Trust me, that's not an enjoyable experience. (laughs) Uh, But Betty, thank you for the question. Um, I didn't expect to take so long to provide you my feedback and answer on that question, but thank you for submitting it because it's true and it's real that racism exists in the gay community just as much as it does in the heterosexual community. And gay men, gay women, gay trans women, gay trans men who are black are killed, arrested, and assaulted on a much more massive level than any other part of the gay community. Let's make that very clear. And sometimes those attacks come from people inside the queer community themselves, making you just as worse, if not worse than the racist who's out there tying us to a fence post and beating our brains out. That happened. That's all I'll say about that. But that happened. And it continues to happen to us. So please do not think just because we can walk out of our house now in a pair of high heels ashless chaps and a shirt that says women have butt sex too that everything's sweet and that we're all good and that we're all equal because we're still not just because we're gay does not mean we are all good all right so aside from that i just want to touch on one other thing that stuck out in my head um and this is actually something that i'm very happy to see happening um I am happy to see that all of the stupid people in the media 
uh, especially politicians who were saying, well, masks aren't that important. We don't need masks. We don't need to close things down. We can just continue business as usual. The economy is going to suffer too much if we shut things down. I am happy to see you eating your words now. You literally have to go back and eat your own damn words because of the stupid shit you were saying. I am not happy to see the rise in coronavirus cases in Florida, but what I am happy to see is that the leadership there had to go back and say, hey, we should be wearing masks. In Texas, hey, we should be wearing masks. You know, numbers don't lie. Numbers don't have a reason to lie. And we're seeing that all these rise in infections and hospitalizations are happening in the states where people were like, oh no, mask. If I put on a mask, I'm no longer free. If I put on a mask, I'm a slave. Okay, one, you've never been a slave and we get that you want to be oppressed so bad. Like we get it. I understand that y'all were taking these DNA tests now. So you could be like, well, I am a part of an oppressed population. I am 1% Native American and I'm 0.5% Black. Huh. We get it. You want to be oppressed. You want to be able to march in the street and say, we shall overcome. But a mask is not hurting you. A mask is only providing you extra protection. A mask is not silencing you. You can still talk with the mask on. You can still do it. It's not that hard. It really isn't. If you've put on a mask and then opened your mouth, you'll see that it's actually very easy to do. Now, unless this is a mask that's meant to keep you from opening your mouth, but that's a completely different scenario because those masks are really fun when you are trying to get your fetish on. Like they're very cute. They're very fun to use. But I want people to understand that the mask is not limiting your freedom. The mask is actually helping you so you can stay alive and practice the freedom that you want so bad. So it's just been a joy in my heart to see these governors and these senators and these people who were in such denial have to go back and say, hey girl, um, we actually need to put these masks on. They're doing good things for the people and we're going to do it. Now, we're going to see more protests out there and we're going to see them, the people out there with their little guns and everything to say, I don't want to wear a mask. I shouldn't have to wear a mask. <sighs> don't fight them. Don't try to go out there and argue with them. Don't let them scream in your face and spew their coronavirus germs all over you. Let natural selection take its course. That's all you need to do. Natural selection is a thing. It will take its course. Darwin and his origin of species let us know that the people out there like this typically don't survive. I don't wish death on anybody, but I also don't want to sit here and be like, oh, go out there and debate with them and argue with them. No, let nature take its course. Nature does things because nature does things. <laughs> Let's just let that sink in. Nature knows what it's doing. Mother Nature has said, hey, you go ahead and be stupid and don't do anything. I'll handle the rest from here, people. So just brought a little joy in my heart to see all these retractions and people online and having to admit that they were clearly wrong. It's beautiful. 
But y'all, that's going to be the show this week. A very short show, so I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I want to say thank you to my close friend, Marco, who's out here doing big things to himself um, and doing big things for himself. Uh, We had a self-care Sunday and it was fucking amazing. If you get a chance, make self-care Sunday a thing for yourself because it will just be refreshing and feel very good to know that you took a moment to acknowledge yourself in this crazy crazy damn time. But if you want to interact with the show, please feel free to do so through all of the social medias. Just look for a lifestyle of a gay black boy and you'll find me, AJ Vandertunt, your host. Um, or you can just email me at lifestylegbb at gmail.com. Again, this week, I'm not even giving you a curse word limit. You can curse me the fuck out. Just make it fun. That's all I care. Make it fun, make it good for me to read, and I'll read one of them on the show. I have yet to read one of them on the show because none of them have really hit the caliber that I want it to be at yet. Some of y'all made me chuckle and then you kind of lost me. So give me a good one. Curse me the fuck out. Whatever you want to do, do it. And if you want to be anonymous, I'll keep you anonymous, just like I kept Betty anonymous today. But enjoy your week, y'all. Be safe. Please wear a mask. Please wash your hands. Please don't touch your face. Coronavirus is still out here and we can make it through it. We just have to do the things to stay alive. Bye.